0: Our gospel reading today, it resonates with all of us, each in our own way. No doubt you have an experience of brother or sister, father, mother, and those relationships have come to mind. I knew a priest who loved healing prayer, Alice Sadler. She loved to laugh, She was kind. She gave me some of the best advice I've ever been given. And when she heard this story, this parable, three things came to her mind. Forgiveness, reconciliation, restoration. In her healing prayer, she believed that God heals everything, that God does heal the body and the mind, but that God also heals relationships. Scarred by sin. Forgiveness, reconciliation, and restoration. So bring to mind, bring to heart and imagination a relationship. A relationship in your life that is broken or impaired. A hurt relationship. And listen and allow your mind to wander for how you might find healing. Offer forgiveness. And in time, if it's right, if it's holy, reconciliation, and maybe even restoration. Forgiveness is the action that the injured party must extend to the trespasser that person who needs to be forgiven. The injured must work to stop, stop nurturing pain, stop seeking revenge, choose to leave the past in the past. This is something that the injured person needs to do primarily for their own sake, for their own health and well-being. And that forgiveness may or may not lead to reconciliation. Reconciliation is dependent on the trespassers' penitence and desire to have a new and different relationship with the person they injured. Reconciliation may mean that you allow the thief to continue in your life, but you don't hire them as your bookkeeper or give them a key to your safe. And so much in this aspect is dependent on the faith, experience, and heart of another person. If that heart is hardened, they will never be penitent. They will never see their own wrong. The person who has already forgiven, they might yearn, they might feel bad that reconciliation is is not coming, that the trespassers simply cannot see their fault and sin. But the trespasser must be penitent. The ball is in their court. Restoration is to restore fully the other person to your life. It means that you not only re-employ that thief, but you open wide the safe and give them access to everything. The parable of the prodigal son is a parable of restoration. And that's why that elder brother got so angry. If only the father had forgiven or even reconciled, maybe all would have been well. But to restore the wasting, the prodigal son, to his former place, is too much. We had to celebrate and rejoice because Your brother was dead and has come to life. He was lost. He's been found. These are the words of a parent reunited with a child who fell away and came back again. The words of a parent who not only forgave and reconciled, but who restored. Restoration. When seen by an outsider can cause hurt, but it's only because the devil moves in and tempts with jealousy. Family life is filled with great joy and celebration, but it's not without its hardships. As sons and daughters seek to make their own way in the world, and as parents seek to protect and guide children along paths of prosperity, the parents' will and words conflict with the child's wishes and ways. And there are hurt feelings, and there are hard words, and there are tears, sorrow, anger, and resentment. The story we have today of fathers and sons, sibling rivalries, parenting, forgiveness and love, restoration. The story resonates with our own personal experiences, our experiences of parents and children, our relationships in the world. Reflect on your relationship with your children, with your siblings, with your parents, business relationships out there on the golf course. (laughs) Where is the health? Where's the hurt? As children, we all make mistakes. We wish we had done it differently. As siblings, we make mistakes. As friends, we make mistakes. Mistakes, though, are only mistakes if we allow them to languish unattended. They can be opportunities to make way for greater love and understanding, greater humility and compassion through words like, I'm sorry, I'm so sorry proud of you i love you injury transformed into pardon discord into union doubt into faith sadness into joy my word would be transformation when we reach out in humility with sincere heart and we say we're sorry for the pain that we caused when we stop obsessing over our own need to take, our own need to be loved, our own need to be understood on our own terms and instead selflessly give, seek to understand, seek to love. And that's when healing happens. And that word restoration becomes real. Healing of broken relationships and families and in all of our relationships is not something that usually comes overnight. It can take years. It took the prodigal son years to find his way back into his family. The father, in the meantime, had time to lament, to pray, to dream of his son restored. And maybe that sibling with time with space, maybe he'll heal too. Relationships are rich and complex and they're filled with history and expectations. We do have in our own hearts and minds the power to forgive, to let our pain loose and move forward, but that forgiveness might mean a relationship is released And that's okay. To grow into something more, it takes the trespasser to acknowledge their sin and to say, I'm sorry. And that doesn't always happen. We can try though, and we can pray, and we can let time and space heal and let perspective grow. So may we ever remember that there is healing, that restoration is real. God is filled with love, and he yearns for us to know it.